There are two kinds of people in the insurance industry. Those who are captive and those who are free. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Captivity can go far beyond the companies you represent. It starts between your ears and its impact is felt in every corner of your business. We're all about helping agency principals and sales professionals reach your maximum potential and flex your freedom. If your goals are big enough, you're going to have to get uncomfortable to be able to reach them. Our team at RiskWell is living this out every single day. This show is where I share our successes, our failures, and everything I learn along the way. We deliver relevant, tactical, and actionable content from industry peers, innovative partners, and a variety of leaders from other business verticals. We're not holding anything back. There's no upsell, no guru pitch, and no fluff. It's time to unshackle yourself from captivity and make your freedom jump with the Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Agency Freedom Podcast. We help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. Uh, My guest for this episode is an agency principal out of the great state of Nebraska, not Omaha though, in the middle of the state in Lincoln. And she is the principal and co-principal. I don't know if we want to give Devin that kind of privilege and being up there on your level, but I'll (laughs) let you decide on that. And she uh, has the distinction, and that is how we came up with this episode title, of being probably one of the only agency principals in the whole country to work with her mom, her best friend, and her husband. She is none other than Nikki Ostrander. Thanks for joining us, Nikki. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been a long time coming. I'm not sure how in the world we got 120-something episodes done before we had you on. Uh, Obviously, you and I are are not just colleagues. We're actual friends, and we communicate outside of the conference scene and whatnot. I'll let you tell the story of how you got involved with the Killing Commercial family with Mr. David Carruthers and and that wild bunch of knuckleheads. Hashtag CBK, baby. (laughs) That's right. So uh, (laughs) thanks so much for being here, lady. This is going to be a lively conversation. I don't really have any questions other than, you know, the typical origin story stuff, because a lot of people may not be familiar with who you are and how in the world you got started in the crazy game of PNC insurance. But I think where we'll head pretty quickly after the biography stuff is just what is it like running the agency the way that you guys do with your mom, your best friend, and Devin, your husband? How in the world do you balance being a great mom to your three boys who are all young and extremely energetic, if your social media <laughs> posts are any indication? Um, how are, are you doing that and maintaining your sanity, but also high production at the office? And, the, and then talk about the, you know, the, the state of things in the Midwest. The, Nebraska is, is yeah. a, a thriving state. There's a lot of people moving to Nebraska. There's a lot of business. There's a lot of technology, believe it or not, in uh, in Nebraska. For those of you that may not be familiar with the great state of Nebraska, there's a lot going on there. So let me get you started <laughs> off, Nikki, with the, the backstory. Yeah. How in the world did you come to be where you are and, and, and come into the insurance world? What was your career before insurance? Uh, so I feel like people say you either fell into it or you were born into it. And, um, 
somebody once asked me, what went so wrong in your life to get, to get you into insurance? And that always makes me laugh. Um, oh, come on. I was born into it. <laughs> <laughs> I Man. was born into it. Uh, my mom has been in the industry since she got out of the military from anywhere from an underwriter to an agent to, you know, she's been everything except a claims adjuster. <laughs> so she, once she met my dad and had me, she wanted to be an agent so that she could set her own schedule and that, so that she could be a mom. And she's always been an independent contractor. I grew up seeing that. I knew that I always mm. wanted to be a mom and I wanted to be able to be the kind of mom that my mom was. But I'm also mm. an Enneagram number three. So I like to achieve. I have big goals and big, big growth goals. And I, I just couldn't, I, I have to be a mom and a producer. I have to do sales. So I went to college. I knew I wanted to start my own business. And I knew that I had an opportunity with my mom to take over her book, possibly. And I also knew that I could get into my dad's world of real estate. Mm. And when I graduated, my dad looked at me and he said, Hey, Nick, insurance is residual and it's recession proof, essentially. So it's not recession proof, but it's residual and it's recession resilient. And he goes, you'd, you'd be really stupid to not just go that route. You can always get into real estate. And I took his advice and I ended up starting my own agency and moving my mom's book of business over. And we've been running ever since. Mm. About 2019, I've been begging my best friend to come do sales with me because she was doing sales for somebody and it just wasn't a great it wasn't a great thing for her and she really rocked at sales. And I was like, Oh, come on, come do sales for me. But she could never take that straight commission leap. And finally in 2019, I had been further along the road and established where I could say, Hey, come on, get over here. Let's do this now. And she took that leap of faith and we've been running and hitting it ever since we make a super great team. We work fairly well together. I've been giving her the personal line stuff and I've been, focusing on the commercial lines. And then my mom disappeared in 2020, COVID came in and she, she decided after COVID that she was just going to work from home. And mm. then I decided to bring my husband on in 2021 and cause it, I needed some help and we'd wanted to build our own dream instead of somebody else's dream. And he, yeah. he enjoys it. And he mean, I think he, he likes it. It's not like he was like, yes, I want to sell insurance. <laughs> but he's really, Devin's the kind of guy that everybody, like, if you know him, you like him. He just, he's very charismatic. He's very easy to like. And so he actually does fairly <laughs> to well. To know him is to love him. <laughs> yes, he's so lovable. <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah, that's where we're at now. And we're getting ready to make some pretty big changes here. And, with hiring somebody new and actually having Devin um, not not be a part of it as much as he is now. And if he is going to be a part of it, hopefully only in a sales capacity versus a service capacity. Mm, so okay. that's, that's kind of my quick, quick version of how I started and how I got into it and where we're at. I feel like the last, since 2019, it's just been exponentially exponential growth upwards very quickly getting the well, right that team growth, players that that growth is 
the result of focus on your part. And I, I got to say, it's very rare for someone that early in their journey to make the kind of commitment that you made uh, to join the Killing Commercial family. Uh, it's expensive. It's it's not yeah. an easy thing to stroke a check like that to get into a, a mastermind group. And that level of commitment is definitely the sort of thing that helps fuel your growth as an agency principal and, and helps make a lot of these other things possible. Uh, if I read between the lines here, Nick, I think the there's a, a base salary for your team member who came over, right? You guys were able to, to give her a little bit of cushion, mm -hmm. right? Sweet. Yeah. And, and that's normal for Lincoln, right? Um, you know, I don't know what everybody else is doing in Lincoln, but I know that a single mom can't live off of like just straight commission like that. And yeah. I've come up with a structure that works for us. What, the one thing that I have learned in this journey is that nobody's doing the same thing, not even in somebody's office. Like I have mm -hmm. several different agency friends and I've asked them and they're like, well, I do this for this person and this for that person. And this is for this way. And I'm like, okay, here's the deal. Nobody knows what they're doing. So I hired Carrie from agency focus. I've worked many hours with her on how to make this dream work for Ashley and work for me and the agency. And we've come up with mm. a structure based on her premium volume that gives a base wow. and a percentage of new commission that works very well for both of us. Cool. And you know, that that doesn't work for everybody. And a lot of people may disagree with the way that we have it set up, but it works for us very well. Well, and I got to say, if Carrie Wallace gives her blessing to a comp plan, I got to think it's probably a very good comp plan then because that's literally what she does. Right, right. We've been working. I hired Carrie right after I joined Killing Commercial and you know, when you're an agency owner, you feel like you're on your like an island and there's really no one, no one to talk about all this stuff with. And it's not like I've ran an agency before. My, I didn't have a real job. I graduated college and I studied to pass my insurance licensing test. And then I started this agency. So, I mean, my realist job was marketing and a marketing internship in college and a floral shop that I was an employee at. So I never really had a real job. And sure as heck oh, wasn't wow. managing a business. So I wanted to make sure that I was doing everything right. And Carrie came in and she said, hey, you're like two to 5% off of where you should be, but what's this significant, the significant check you wrote in June? I'm like, oh yeah, I joined Killing Commercial. That's, that, that's a significant check. She goes, oh, you're fine then. <laughs> and yeah. that was a super big decision. Like you said, it was a team decision that I, we all kind of made together. And I, it was a big, huge leap of faith and loved every second of it since. I mean, great decision to make. Well, I, I don't I don't mind saying it. I joined Killing in the uh, in the, the height of the pandemic. We struck that check <laughs> in December of 2020, right smack in the middle of COVID and doing all the craziness that it was doing. And the only way that was possible was going into savings. Because we, we sold a farmer's agency, of course, yeah. and, and had $212,000 of total capital to run our family and get an agency off the ground. So that was my runway. It was the entire runway that I had to play with. And that making the decision to stroke a five-figure check to a mastermind was crazy. And looking back on it now, it makes the purest of sense possible because a lot of those folks have become borderline family. Like I trust several people in that group with my entire agency. Like I know the advice that they give 
it, one, it's probably good advice because they're very smart, successful, hungry people. Uh, and, and they're all you know, moving in the same kind of direction. There, there's not a single slacker in the entire group. So the fact that you and I both found our way there within six months of each other, yes. uh, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was in that same boat with writing that check. It was a, well, you know, I guess worst case scenario, if it doesn't work out, I could just call dad and see what he can do to bail me out of this one. But <laughs> I, I, I figured I, <laughs> it was, I'm not kidding. That is exactly, exactly the words that came out of my mouth. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it was, it was a leap of faith and it has led me in the no. right direction. No regrets there. I, 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 I gotta say, I didn't, have to uh, call I didn't plan on having a lengthy <laughs> in, infomercial for killing commercials. So if yeah. you call David Carruthers, tell him that I sent you, he likes to keep track of yeah. that sort of thing. So back to you, Miss Ostrander, what yes. do you attribute your success to because you have a pretty substantial growth curve. You are going along much faster yeah. and achieving things more rapidly than most agents do, especially uh, in the Midwest where premiums are lower. It's a hard market for everybody, of mm -hmm. course, but Nebraska is not exactly known for its sky-high premiums. So where right. is the success coming from? Where, where are you finding yourself just dominating it? And what aspect of your agency principal life? So... I think that it's basically planting seeds and then continuing to do the right things every day and just moving forward and trying to do the right thing by everybody. We really, really, really focus on teaching people and helping people. We try to treat everyone like our family. My parents are both born and raised in Lincoln and in business in Lincoln. And so they've had a great reputation and I went off of that in my mom's book of business and just grew it from there. You know, she had, she had about a million dollars in premium and we were able to get it over here and take it and grow. I was a part of the Dave Ramsey program for a while and that helped grow. Mm. And it's amazing how even I'm not anymore. We won't go there, but <laughs> it's amazing how like I write a six figure account. And that account came from a Dave Ramsey lead from a customer in a little tiny town, not near me. And he ended up buying a business in that town. And I just wrote their trucking operation this June and it's a six figure account. So it's planting those seeds and just taking care of them because someday it could turn into something more. And if you treat people right and you do the right things and you show up with a smile on your face people are going to know. People are going to talk about it. And Lincoln is honestly just a big, small town. So you do nice things. People are going to hear about your nice things. Hey, Freedom Jumper. Are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com.
You know, it's funny you mentioned nice because I didn't know that this was a thing until I had a speaking gig earlier this year over in Omaha. And I first heard the term Nebraska nice. And I got to say, it kind of took me by surprise because I'm from Texas. I'm from the South. And most people are very polite down here. For for the most part, we're, we're friendly. And we get up in everybody's business because we're like, how you doing? What's going on? What's your day like? And some people don't really like that, but well, whatever. And then I get to Nebraska and I swear it is the nicest people, like a genuine smile is like, well, hi there. How are you? And I was like, this person's not just saying, how are you? They actually care how I am. What right. on earth? This this is, it's bizarre. I've literally never, and it wasn't just one person <laughs> or at a hotel or at a restaurant. It was like people on the street. You yeah. like make eye contact briefly and someone will like smile at you be like, they'll, they'll like wave at you on the sidewalk. And I'm like, okay, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the, the, the Nebraska nice thing, like I saw it, I, I hear what you're saying and it makes sense because you know, the, the Midwest charm is definitely a thing. Anybody who's right. been to the Midwest knows that that part of the country, they're just hearty, friendly folks for the most part. So it makes perfect sense what you're saying that one, a great reputation from your parents, um, both of them goes a long way, but your, what, what's the word? Not authenticity, but your, your earnestness of the way you approach the game of risk and insurance, I'm sure is recognized by your clients and stakeholders. It has to be. Right. I think just being genuine and true to yourself is super important. I'm not a showy, like showy person and... I just think being genuine and being kind goes a long ways, and it's it served me well. It served me very well. So, what are, what are your secrets here? Well, I'm going to dig into the weeds a little bit because you have been very successful in a pretty short period of time as an agency principal, and you're also, from what I can tell from stuff that I see from you, you're very focused on your family. Uh, you and Devin both uh, have put a high priority on your kids' sporting events and activities and traveling and whatnot. What have you done in your life as far as putting structure into the way that you do things to make sure that you're able to have as much time as possible available for the things that are important to you, that are a priority for you? Um, I hate the word work-life balance because it's not really balanced. It's always like this fluid thing. No. Because sometimes, you know. I messed sometimes... up. I shouldn't have said that because I hate it too. No, you're it's fine. my bad. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> The Oops. biggest step that we the, the biggest step that we took was having Devin quit his job. He worked at a place for a very long time. We still have a very great relationship with them, but he slowly backed his hours off and he did that because one one thing my dad has early onset dementia. So he I was trying to run his business and my business and that wasn't working. And so Devin quit to help me do that and then help me at the insurance agency and then honestly to help at home more. We also have a nanny. I know that's like a dirty word sometimes, but we 100% have a nanny and she helps us do no. a lot of stuff. That's not <laughs> and, a dirty word at all. That's called time value of money. <laughs> exactly. I am. And she, yeah, she is, she has like a level of organization that I will never have. But honestly, it's about having the right team members. You know, I got Noah, who's a rock star at renewals. I got Ashley who's helping me with sales. I have my mom who helps me with commercial. 
I have Devin that helps me with some service stuff. We have a nanny at home. So it's about having the right pieces in place to make things flow and go. Because if you don't have the right pieces in the place to move forward, it just things get unbalanced and they get hectic. And right now with the massive growth that we've seen this last year, we need to hire somebody. And Devin needs to be able to, to be freer to go do other things at home with the kids and coach the sports. Because that's what Devin does. He coaches the sports and does the things. And I go to the sports and watch the things. <laughs> but we, you know, we've also, we do cloud computing so that I can work from anywhere. If we wanted to take, we took a three-week vacation to our vacation, house, my parents' vacation home, and was able to do that because I can do anything from anywhere with my cloud computing. And they think that I'm sitting in Lincoln, Nebraska, and people have no idea. So having the right pieces in your puzzle to make your life work the way that you want it to. And you have to do that because life's too short to not be happy and do the things. So it makes perfect sense that you would say that, acting like the head coach of a team, because that's exactly how we operate here at Riskwell. I think just about every successful agency principal that I know personally thinks about it as the right people in the right seats on the bus to use an EOS analogy and you know, entrepreneur's operating system from Gina Wickman with the whole traction book and everything. So not at all surprised there. As we try to find a, a good place to have the last big chunk of this interview here, what are you seeing in the Midwest? Uh, this is a part of the country we don't do a lot of business in. I, I know in Nebraska, agribusiness and agriculture related insurance, you know, crop insurance and whatnot is a big piece of things. But I know that you've also been involved in some other niche verticals that you've had a lot of success with. You want to talk about some of the niches that you found and, and the way that you've been able to cultivate success? No pun intended. <laughs> uh, farm is a four-letter F word in this office. We don't do a lot of it. I have a lot of contractors because that's my dad poured basements. And so I end up with a lot of contractors, subcontractors, service contractors, whatever you want to call them. And I just like those guys because I can be honest and real with them and I don't have to sugarcoat anything. And they're just easy to get along with. Other than that, recently we wrote a hydroponic lettuce farm, which was super exciting because it was a family story that was kind of sad. And then they took lemons and made lemonade and their current agent wasn't being super helpful and they needed a certain coverage. And I was able to negotiate it with the carrier and get the coverage that they needed for higher premium than what their current agent was quoting them and ended up developing a super great relationship with this customer. And that's my goal is just to have amazing relationships with my customers. That's planting seeds because she's going to go tell somebody, oh yeah, call my girl Nikki and I'm going to treat them just like I treated her. And because I treat everybody like they're my family or friends. And that's how, because that's how I want to be treated. I also had, yep. like I said, that a, a pig hauler. So it was like my customer drove a semi and he ended up buying a business. And so his whole account grew exponentially. And that's what I've been seeing great success with is honestly just working with people who are kind, who, who are easy to work with and who want to do the right thing and get the right coverages. I absolutely love that because our personal lines market has gone completely crazy, high deductibles, companies doing everything to shut down business. And so 
that's been really hard. There's been a lot of extra service work on the, that side of things. And so that does steal a little bit of my time, unfortunately. Yep. The new business prevention department, <laughs> AKA the underwriters. That is so spot on. The new business prevention. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. I'm sorry. We're going to put 17 hurdles between you and binding this policy. We're going to need you to policy. give us loss runs, even though we pulled a clue the, report. Like, yeah. Loss runs and personal lines shoot yeah. me in the head. No, thank you. No, I, I could not have picked a better time to leave personal lines earlier this but. year when I did. Because, I mean, there's not a week that goes by that I don't hear someone with a horror story in personal lines. I'm just like, whoa, glad that's yeah. not my game anymore. But the Midwest has it a lot better than most folks. I mean, you're not coastal. You're not in California in a wildfire area. You're not up in the you know New England with 300-year-old yeah, buildings. Hail, though. It's been rough. The hail yeah. has been rough. So... Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We even oh, as far yeah. north as Lincoln, huh? Like my in-laws got hit twice in one year. <laughs> Omaha gets hit pretty much once mm. a year, and Lincoln gets hit probably once a year, close to every couple years, and not not good hail. So mm. the hail is really rough. Yeah. The wind, like Iowa, has derechos, which are big windstorms. So we get a lot of wind. I mean, the wind at my house mm -hmm. is blowing all the time. It's nothing to have a 60 mile per hour wind. That's just a Tuesday here. Like, yeah. Mm. No, I think I take for granted what some of the other parts of the, the country deal with, especially, you know, the north to south hail corridor, DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth, I should say, and Oklahoma City have by far the worst hail in the country. And Oklahoma City has it worse than we do here in North Texas, for sure. But I mean, we get probably four, five, six, seven good hailstorms that pop up between March is usually when it starts and October, September, October, it, it really dies down. You won't see any much of anything after June, but lots of afternoon pop-up storms during the hot months, and which hot months, unfortunately, <laughs> in Dallas, Fort Worth and North Texas cool. runs all the way to October. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 it's wild, but I had no idea that the hail went that far north. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so thanks for cooling me in. It's um, definitely staying hotter longer too. So that's a little bit, mm. um, there's a lot of climate change going on. And with the cost of everything going up, it's just, it's been crazy. Property rates here are really tough. Anything pre-1980, like we just had an apartment complex come in and it was old and nobody wanted it. So we have a hard time with anything property. Yeah, property pretty right. much across the whole country. We we ride in more than 40 states, and property is hard everywhere. <laughs> and I know that doesn't make you feel any better, but just for some context, everybody is struggling with property right now right. across the country. So what are you doing to stay in front of that? What are you doing to make sure that your position as well as you can be for the hard market? As we look to land the plane here, Anything that you can share with us that Vault has done to stay out in front of these things? Keeping connections with other agents just to educate myself to see who's doing what. Keeping good connections with my brokers who work hard for me and work well for me. But, you know, it's carriers aren't appointing right now. So keeping an eye still on those carriers that I think would be good fits for us if they would ever consider appointment. And trying to reach out with them. And it's all about mm -hmm. relationships and keeping the relationships good between in lines of communication open. 
Because again, that's a plant the seed. I just, like I said, that apartment complex that came to me, I couldn't do anything with it. I knew exactly where it needed to go. So I told the customer, hey, go here, talk to this person, do this. I'm sorry, I can't help you. But you know, that's going to come back because it all comes back. And maybe it's not anytime soon, but he's every time he has something, he's going to let me look at it first now because I told him the truth. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And and keeping it real goes a long way for sure. I'm not at all surprised that that's that's your solution, and I'm glad you're you're playing the long game. I was in Boston for a speaking gig last week as we record this, and the message from the CEO of SIAA, yeah. you know Matt Masiello, he's in charge of six thousand retail agents. He, I don't know why I said that. You know, <laughs> you're in the same network I am, but just in a different part of the country. But for our listening yes. audience out there, you know Matt Masiello is is a second generation insurance guy, and he's in charge of SIA, the largest network in the country. And the very thing that he was saying was, look, nobody is giving contracts out right now. We want to make sure that we stay on really good terms with the people that we want to be working with in the future so that the very first opportunity we get to open up a new contract or open up a new line of business, that we're getting that opportunity because that carrier, that wholesaler, remembers who their friends are. So... No, that's that's really it as far as this conversation. As we land the plane, now, did we miss anything that you wanted to talk about? Was there any questions that you wanted to unpack no, with I me think before we go? I think that's everything. Well, I, I think you may be the first Nebraska agent we've had on the podcast. Uh, I know we've had some some Midwest people, and Avonda Copeland yes. down in Kansas comes to mind. But I think you're the first Nebraskan, so Oops. way to represent Thank your you. state well, lady. And I definitely appreciate your time. Thanks for enduring some technical difficulties with whatever's going on with the internet today. And that's probably it. I'll let you know when this episode drops so we can uh, spread the word around. That's it, boys and girls. Uh, Nikki, if you, if you want to drop your information, what's your preferred social platform for anybody that wants to reach out to connect with you for networking or for talking about just the way things are in the Midwest and Nebraska? Email, phone, or Facebook. I don't do much on LinkedIn, but you, if you can get a hold of me, you get a hold of me and I'll, I'll respond. Okay. There you go. And we'll drop your basic information in the show notes uh, for your office so people can reach out if they want to. And uh, this has been another episode of the Agency Freedom Podcast. She is Nikki Ostrander, the principal <laughs> of the Vault Insurance Group in Lincoln, Nebraska. Make it a great day, boys and girls. We'll talk to you again real soon. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to AFP on your favorite platform to get automatic updates with every new episode and help other people find us. If you like what you hear, please drop us a review and tell the world what you like best. Most importantly, please share AFP with someone you know who is still in captivity. They'll thank you later. Visit our website at agencyfreedom.com to get access to exclusive content and announcements. Join our community on Facebook by typing in Agency Freedom in the search bar. Send your questions, comments, guest recommendations, and favorite grilling recipes to us at podcast at agencyfreedom.com. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. Until next time, let's go.